There are deep internal divisions these days in neighboring Pakistan, and religion is playing a part. Christians there are getting ready to mark a sad anniversary. On March 2nd last year, the country's minister for minorities was assassinated in Islamabad. He was a devout Catholic. Some blame his death on Pakistan's blasphemy laws, which they say promote discrimination against non-Muslims. The world's Laura Lynch reports from Islamabad. Shabazz Bhatti appeared to foretell his own death just days before it happened. In a video, he described death threats he'd received from the Pakistani Taliban, and he took them seriously. And I'm ready to die for a cause. I'm living for the, my community and suffering people, and I will die to defend their rights. So these threats and these warnings cannot change my opinion and principles. I will prefer to die for my principle and for the justice of my community rather to compromise on these threats. The killing came on the streets of Islamabad. Gunmen riddled his car with bullets as he was returning from a visit to his mother. Taliban pamphlets were dropped at the scene. Bati wasn't just any politician. He was the only Christian in the government and a staunch Roman Catholic. Far away from the mosques in the city, along a muddy path and beside a gully filled with garbage and raw sewage, the Catholic faithful gather for mass inside a tiny one-room church. The hymns here carry a distinctive rhythm for the dozen worshippers who sit on a stone floor in front of a modest altar. They're among the roughly three million Christians in Pakistan. One year on from the assassination, a church deacon, Babu Ashraf, says it's not always easy to live their faith. The fear is always there. We can't talk openly about religious matters because people can blow what we say out of proportion. And then sometimes they threaten us with repercussions. It's a kind of psychological torture. The threat of more violence has taken a toll on the family of Shabazz Bhatti. In the wake of his assassination, most of his family fled to Canada. But Paul Bhatti has decided to continue his brother's work. He now lives in Islamabad and acts as an advisor to the Prime Minister on religious minorities. Bhatti knows he's running a risk. Yeah, in some way it is uh, it's true, but somebody has to do that. We can't I mean, step back on this, and uh, we can't leave uh, our country, our people in this condition, so we have to take the risk to do that. Shabazz Bhatti wasn't the only victim of violence that appears to be related to religion. Two months before Bhatti was killed, the governor of Punjab province was murdered by his own bodyguard. The governor wasn't Christian but he had something in common with Shabazz Bhatti. Both men had openly criticized Pakistan's blasphemy law. The law prohibits blasphemy against any religion, but in practice it's only applied to Islam. And in 2010, a Christian woman was jailed for blasphemy and sentenced to death in what her family says was a trumped-up charge. That case, like the assassinations, have left their mark. <laughs> Christians tend to band together in a few slums like this scattered across Islamabad. Some have moved here for work, others to escape persecution in small towns by melting into crowds in the big city. Razia Parveen came here two years ago from a village near Faisalabad, hoping for a better life. At first, she tells me she hasn't had any troubles because of her faith, 
Within minutes, though, the stories start to come out. There are those like us who can't even talk back to Muslims. I work as an aide at a school taking care of children, and sometimes the people I work with say very hurtful things about my faith. I tell them that if they think there are problems with my beliefs, that is their personal opinion, and I have my own point of view. It's one thing, Parveen says, for people to insult her, but what really upset her was what happened to her children a few months ago. They used to go for extra tutoring after school to a nearby center. And when their tutor found out they were Christian, she refused to teach them. My son is young. He doesn't understand that sometimes this is how Muslims and Christians behave with each other. So my son came to me and said, Mommy, are we Christian? Is that why my teacher refused to teach me anymore? The children stopped going after that. I feared that my children would begin to think there was something wrong with them, so I thought they should not get exposed to such prejudices because it can affect them psychologically at such a young age. For Parveen, the criticism and the humiliations are all indirect results of a law that has in practice made non-Muslims like second-class citizens. The blasphemy law is evil, terribly evil. It should be abolished. Innocent people are accused of blasphemy. People who have never even said anything bad are charged with committing offenses against the Quran. They treat people with such viciousness. But few signs point to government willingness to make changes in the face of threats and violence. Even Paul Batty, who knows his brother was deeply opposed to the law, isn't calling for it to be abolished or even rewritten. In this case, even if you change the law and the mindset of the people remain the same, you will get very few results for that. So therefore, I mean, protesting and fi- I mean, doing so many efforts to change the law will not produce good results uh, since you don't change the mindset of the people. Instead, Badi says he's focusing on bettering the lives of Christians through reducing poverty and increasing literacy. But he has to do all this in a bubble. He has a large security detail protecting him wherever he goes. It's one more reminder of the challenges that remain. Back at the church, the power has gone out, leaving the deacon to read the Bible by candlelight. It casts an eerie glow over the parishioners as they listen, eager to profess their faith. Their prayers are often for peace and harmony not always easy to find in this country. For The World, I'm Laura Lynch in Islamabad. A look at what life is like for Christians near Islamabad, Pakistan. We've got a slideshow at theworld.org.